This is Teen Talk, brought to you from St. James High School by St. James Team Up. Now to your host, Sailor Molenbrock. Hi everyone and welcome back to Teen Talk, the podcast where teens talk about being teens. Today's guests are Mar Pauling and Miss Rogers and our topic today will be finals week. So we'll start with our icebreaker as usual and it's one word, create a sentence and we're going to take turns. So I'll start. Mine will be the. Buck. Is. Green. And. Very. Slimy. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good sentence structures. Um, Mara, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody? Okay, so I'm Mara Pauling, and I'm a senior this year. I'm involved in Dance Team Up Youth Council Limited Edition Choir, and I'm also on senior leadership. Ms. Rogers? Well, I am Ms. Rogers. Uh, This is my third year teaching ever, but also here. Um, I teach this year math, sixth grade, and ninth grade algebra. And I also work at the Dairy Queen, which you probably see me a lot there. (laughs) All right, we'll start with um, today's topic. Um, Our overall goal today is to kind of prepare people for finals week. Um, It's a a little late because some people have already taken their finals. Um, But some people haven't. I I have a couple tomorrow. And so we'll start off with the first topic is ways to prepare for your finals. So, of course, you want to take notes, obviously ones that you can read off of. Um, Everybody takes different style notes, so you just find the way that fits you the best. Um, Everybody always says they can't read my notes, and I look at other people's and I'm like, I can't read your notes. (laughs) So it's it's kind of all over the board. You find the ones that work for you. Um, Don't make them look like you're trying to present them to everybody, just however you see fit. Um, You want to study with others or alone for one to two hours, and um, it's two hours per one class so or one hour per one class mostly two hours per one class so we have six periods so 12 hours and a day (laughs) which is a lot and I know a lot of people don't study every class and you don't need to study for every class FIED is not a class you need to study for so you can put that time towards other classes and the ways you can study are you can make flashcards I think of in Hannah Montana where they do the bone dance. Doing the bone dance. <laughs> I don't I don't know the rest of it. Miss <laughs> Rogers knows the song. Mm-hmm. Um and it's any any way you find that you can memorize any important information for a big test or for I know med term is a big class where you have to memorize a lot of stuff. So any way to memorize any of that kind of stuff helps. Um at home you want to find quiet places to study. Away from family members or distractions like televisions. TVs, sorry, I don't know why I said television. Um, <laughs> any, I know it's hard for a lot of people to get away from siblings, but any place, um, I think I've heard some people study out in their car after school just to like look at stuff or in a quiet space. Um, anywhere that you're not listening to something and you can just focus for a little bit. And you always want to get a good night's sleep and you need a decent breakfast so your brain can function in the morning. Because when first hour comes and you have that early final and your brain is just done already, that's a good breakfast is a good way to keep it going. Um, and when you're hungry and you're taking a test, all you can think of is, man, what is for lunch today? <laughs> and you don't think about the questions that are on the final. Um, Mara and Miss Rogers, what are some ways that you guys have found yourself studying? 
I make note cards and I make little tunes or sayings, sayings in my head to remember the vocab words. Yeah, I would I would do the same thing. I was one of those people that took notes and like color coded it because same. like that's how my brain worked. But how I would study, especially with math, is just to do problems over and over and over again because practice makes perfect. But that's how I would study. I would just look through the notes, do extra problems, pretty much. All right. Um, Rogers, what are some ways, um, what are some distractions that keep you away um, when you were younger or that you notice kids in your classes now that keep them from studying? Their phone is a big one um I'm one that I cannot study when it's silent at all like I can't do anything if you come in during homework days I am listening to a podcast or listening to music so I understand that aspect but when it's like every time you try doing something your phone's going off that's a big one but also everyone around them if someone's being disruptive or distracting corner of their eye they're going to pay attention to that versus what they need to do yeah I find that um, even if it's work on my Chromebook, I find myself playing solitaire instead of doing like what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, I could be working on something that could, needs to be done next week, but I'll do that next week because I want to play solitaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mar, what do you find some ways that distract you? TikTok. <laughs> and if anybody's doing anything, I want to be there. I don't want to be studying. All right. Um, do sports, jobs, or out-of-school activities affect the times you study yes all right (laughs) (laughs) Rogers. um from a teacher aspect lurking at the dairy queen with kids are in school right now studying getting told like i've slept maybe five hours in the past three days is concerning so i do think sports jobs anything out of school affects it but then they also say well during science i was doing English homework and during English I was doing nothing so it's like it all kind of comes down to that time management kind of you have to set yourself up better yeah um being in three sports and then once in a while I'll be in a play um play practice are at at night and then basketball or tennis or track are all before that so there's about an hour in there that I get for a break and then by the time I get home, it's 9 o'clock, I'll eat some supper, I'll take a shower, and I'll go to bed. And there's no room. Usually I take advisory time to study or work on anything that I need to get done for that day. And then I have no other time to get it done. So it's it's definitely a busy schedule for everybody. Even mm-hmm. if they don't aren't in a lot of stuff, it's still, if you have younger siblings at home, you have to take care of them before homework because parents are like, well, why didn't you feed your younger sibling? And it's harder for people to get that kind of stuff done and have time to study but again it comes down to just making time for eating a good breakfast maybe waking up just a couple minutes early so you can get that chance to eat the breakfast um studying whenever you can if it's in advisory and maybe just tell your teacher hey i need to go out in the hallway and i just need to study for just a little bit and then i'll come back in um asking people to help study with you it all just kind of comes back down to how can I find the time to do it so we're going to jump to our next topic which is actually taking the test during your final Um, Mara do you feel you stress more when a teacher tells you about a test a week in advance or just a couple days before 
probably a week in advance because then I forget about it. And then it's like the day before. I'm like, oh, my. I have a test tomorrow. All right. Yeah. We. I think for me, I stress a couple days before because I'm like, well, what is this test going to consist of? Like, how many days back are we going before this test? Like, a week in advance, I'm like, okay, I can kind of pick everything up. Um, today, I was just told at the end of the hour that I had an officiating test. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know what what it, what are we officiating? <laughs> um, it, it wasn't. It's not graded very well, but it's it's. I was still nervous about it because I was like, well. 80 question test on the day before I'm, I'm stressing out just a little bit um rogers do you find that you find more kids stressing about it um a week in advance or in a couple days i think both i see both i always tell kids i won't tell you about a quiz the day before i'll tell you like three four days like i told sixth grade today i'm like your test is next wednesday so then we keep going every day i'm like it's your test is wednesday and i'll still have kids show up wednesday oh we have a test oh wait what <laughs> So I think it's both, but I think that whole, like, just knowing it's a test just sends anxiety through the roof, no matter if you say it's a pop quiz the day of or a month in advance, they're going to freak out. Yeah. Um, so you want to, when you're taking the test, you want to read through the entire thing first. I find myself struggling with this because when I get a test, I'm like, get, I want to get it done. I want to be, I want to figure out something else to do. So for me, I definitely need to work on reading through the entire thing because we did an activity once where it said, read through the instructions first. And we're just going down the list. We're doing all these crazy things. And then you get to the bottom and it says, did you make sure you read all the instructions first? Cause you didn't have to do any of this stuff. And we were like, Oh, and we were all running around the room and nobody like caught it. And I just think going back to if you read through every question of the test, it kind of gives you an end to go a little bit more, not faster, but work a little bit more efficiently. So maybe save a little bit more time because you know what you're actually looking for. Um, you want to focus on the questions individually. So you don't want to focus on the one before, maybe you didn't get it, or the one after because you're like, well, what is this test going to keep like consisting of? What are the kind of questions I'm going to keep getting? Um, you just want to take the time to focus on that one question. I think reading especially is one of those where you want to just take the time and look at the question and think, what is this asking me about the reading? Not what is this trying, what is this whole test trying to ask me about? Um, you want to go back and read through each problem once you've finished. So sometimes you can catch mistakes you made um, in math, especially I find myself making little tiny mistakes. I'm like, oh, I could have gotten um, two more points extra because I just cut, couldn't catch a couple mistakes, um, but you don't want to think about it too hard because I have also gone back and went, oh my gosh, that's not right, and then I'll change it up. I'll be like, well, I had the right answer in the first place, so you don't want to sit and think about it too much. Just get the answer that comes back in your, that comes first in your head, and then go back and think, okay, maybe I'll think this through a little bit more. Um, Miss Rogers, have you ever felt yourself or any of your students doing any bad studying or test-taking habits? I don't know about any, like, bad, because if it's anything bad, they're not doing anything. The one thing I would think that they do bad studying or test-taking is, one, if they just guess. Like, I do a couple multiple choice, couple short answer, if they just, they just go through and click the multiple choice. Um, but also if they just, like, are studying the wrong 
problems or they wrote it down wrong and then that's how they're studying it so they got it wrong from the get-go and they're studying the wrong things those are the only things I can think of yeah math is just a a big one for me where I'm just I I want to be the first one done i for some reason, I get competitive when it's math-related, which is really, really nerdy, but whatever. Um, and I'm like, I try and get through it really fast, and I'm like, I'm not going to look at it again because I always go back to, I change it, and it's going to be wrong once I change it. And I'm always like, just turn it in. And then I'll get it back and I'll be like, well, you should have caught those, Sailor. Like, you, you can't be doing that kind of stuff. Um, Mar, have you ever felt yourself doing any bad studying or testing? Yeah, so I always just turn it in when I'm done. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go back and change my answers. But then just last week, I got a test back, and it's like, you forgot to do four questions. Like, come (laughs) on. (laughs) Yeah. um, If I do skip over a question, I know during the ACT, I was like, counting up all my questions. I was like, do I have 40 dots here? Do I have 40 dots colored in here? And I... I had like a minute left and I was like, just start counting, just start counting your dots. And I had them all filled out, but I, when we were taking the practice ACT, I definitely missed a couple and I was like, oh my gosh, just pick one and go and keep and, and get them all answered. Um, if you could give advice, Mara, to any of the younger classmen that are about to take the final or are nervous about taking the final, um, what would you say to them? I know this sounds so cliche, but don't stress about it. A test score does not define you. And I don't know. Just, it really doesn't matter in the long run. You should try your best. But if your best is a C, like, that's totally fine. And everybody's just so hard on themselves that they just need to take a few deep breaths and it'll all be fine in the end. Yeah, I think um, ninth and 10th grade, I really noticed I was really hard about myself. And if I got one wrong, I was like, oh, my gosh, Sailor, like, you had the perfect score. Like, what are you doing? And now I'm kind of finally realizing that I'm like, I do not have to get every question right. Like, if an A- minus is what I get, an A- minus is what I get. Um, I do get upset a little bit more now when I start, like, slacking off too much, if that's the word I'm supposed to, if, if that's the right word to use. But just not realizing that I could have put a little bit more effort in. And then when I get that test back and I'm so disappointed in myself, it's like, well, it's kind of your own fault. Like, what? That that's just how it is. <laughs> it's my own fault and I have to deal with it. Um, Rogers, do you have any advice to the younger kids that are taking their finals? And you're gonna hear this from every teacher. You gotta ask questions, always. I don't know how many times I was just talking with a teacher today, it's like, Every time I give a quiz, I have four kids that are like, okay, well, I don't know how to do this one. I don't know how to do this one. After two days of review, it's like, that's when you're supposed to ask. Not when you get the quiz. Um, But I agree that you don't, there's a difference between going in not stressed and going in not prepared. If you can do all you can do, you've studied and you're like, okay, if I go in and I get a C, at least you tried. You did your best. If your best is a C, your best is a C. You got to think of, okay, did I try my best? Because there's a lot of students that are like, well, I don't care if I fail it. But if they tried their best and failed it, you can work with that. You're going to grow. But if you're just going in there not even trying, it's really hard to go from there. Yeah, and I think bad habits definitely start with younger kids. Um, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and sometimes in the younger. 
um, grades, usually there's a little bit more strive to want to get the perfect score. But sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I can definitely notice that a lot of people pick up the worse habits of, well, I don't really care about this. It's not going to go on anything. And then once you get to ninth grade, you're like, well, I still don't really care. And then you get to 10th grade and you're like, oh, I should start caring a little bit more. And then you get to 11th grade and you're like, shoot, why did I not try a little bit harder in ninth grade? Because once you get to senior, being a senior or a junior, it's like, what did I just do? Because you want to try so hard, you want to get into the best college, and then you realize in ninth and 10th grade, you're like, I just kind of threw those years out the door. And, and that affects your GPA so much. Yeah, because mm-hmm. trying hard two years and then not trying for another two years is definitely going to change it a lot. I, not that you would fail, but getting a D all through ninth grade and 10th grade and then getting all A's in 11th and 12th grade is going to drop it a lot more than if you would have just maybe just gotten straight B's through the whole thing. Um, I don't know how to say this. We just don't want, I know, like Mara said, you don't want kids to stress. Um, but it is, people will say, well, how do you not stress? And how do you, little, not little kids, that's not the right word. 10th and 9th graders are like, well, how do you not stress? And 11th graders too, you know, I'm just going to say all grades. How do you not stress? And when you're taking your test or you know there's a test coming, it's like, how do you prepare yourself not to stress for that test? And for me, it's kind of a, I'm not somebody who studies and that's not a good thing. I know I should be studying a little bit more, especially when I'm mad that I didn't get all those questions right. I'm like, well, study sailor, like just get it together. But it's more of a stressing is finding time to fit in to de-stress. So you're studying, you're studying, and you're getting all worked up. But then if you take that 10 minutes or even five minutes to just cool down afterwards and just say, do as hard as you can, like just try your best. And if you get a C, you get a C. Not stressing about, am I going to do good? I'm probably going to fail. It's the more positive thinking before you're going to take that test. Um, we're going to wrap up with the teen word of the week. And this word is flex. Rogers, you're first. <laughs> what does the teen word flex mean? The teen word flex? I would think like showing off or like, you know, like, oh, I'm flexing this. I'm, you know, I'm better than you at this. Like, you know, that's yeah. what I think. All right. Mara? That's right. Yep. Yep. Sweet. Um, I hear it in basketball a lot. It's, I'm flexing on you. Like, you're just trying to, like, boss at your air quotes better than everybody. <laughs> and you're just kind of trying to boast about yourself. Um, we use it. Um, Every day. Every day you'll hear the word flex. Even in school, you'll hear the word flex. Um, I think it, you hear it a little bit more in the older gr- grades. Oh, yeah. Because everybody wants to be better than everybody else. Um, probably not so much in the younger grades. There probably are a few that use it. But I definitely hear it a lot in juniors and seniors. are always like, oh, I'm flexing on you. I'm flexing on you. <laughs> it's just so cringy when I say it. <laughs> um, we're going to go with our song recommendation of the week. Mine is Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Swede. Um, I can recite the lyrics <laughs> front to back. <laughs> um, it's from Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's that's my favorite song this week. 
been listening to it on YouTube. <laughs> Mara, do you have a uh, song recommendation for anybody? For Galicious. All right. Any reason why? Or just just, just love it. Yeah. Because it's Fergie. Yeah. <laughs> Rogers. Because it's Fergie. The song, and you guys are all going to know what song stuck in my head, Driver's License. I don't know why. It's really catchy, but I don't know why. It's just always in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So that's going to wrap up today's well this week's teen talk episode thank you for listening and teen talk would like your thoughts and feedback at bit.ly forward slash teen talk to help us with future episodes thank you the opinions expressed in the teen talk podcast are unscripted and do not reflect the views of saint james public schools thanks for listening stay safe everyone